0: And we're live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're in the world. Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini and I'm your host. Excited to announce the last day of the Confidence Giveaway. We've been uh, giving away about $16,000 worth of gifts, tools, and resources from 38 amazing entrepreneurs and business owners. And the giveaway is ending tonight. And uh, if you haven't had a chance to... Uh, opt in and get access to your gifts. Uh, You still have time. You still have a few hours. I'm going to post the link here in the comments. And uh, it literally takes a few seconds. Even if you don't have time to take a look at the entire list, opt in and you still have till November 30th to log in and sign up and get access to all these amazing gifts that we're doing. So this morning we are doing uh, uh, expert stories Uh, Some of our amazing contributors are joining us to share stories about what's been going on in the past nine months and how they have dealt with COVID, what they've done, what were the strategies, and or if they have any, uh, you know, nuggets of wisdom for us to share about confidence, how to, you know, push uh, forward, how to develop the resilience that it takes to build, maintain, and grow a business. So I'd like to welcome my guests, Mr. Mike April, Dr. Pamela Moss, we've got... Uh, the amazing uh, Tony Kaufman and Mr. Shadidi Laser, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks.
1: Good to How be here. How are you
0: doing this morning? Feel good. Good.
2: Ready Fantastic. To
0: make- so, uh, if we could do a round of introductions, uh, please tell us about your name, your business name, and where you're based out of. Mike, would you like to go first? Certainly.
3: My name is Mike April. Uh, I'm the founder of a business tax firm called April Tax Solutions. <laughs> and the uh, residence is in Calgary, Alberta, Canada.
0: Beautiful. Dr. Pamela?
2: I'm Dr. Pamela Moss. Um, my business is based in upstate New York, although I work with people all over the world. And uh, what was the other thing
0: I was supposed to say? It was, that was just it. And uh, the name of your business?
2: Oh, the name of my business. It's the Soul Guide Incorporated.
0: Soul Guide Incorporated. Mr. shadid
1: Hello, Shadid Elaser, uh, founder of Shadid Elaser and Associates, a subdivision of Managed Path Solutions based out of Baltimore, Maryland, USA. Beautiful. Tony?
4: Hey, Tony Kaufman from Houston, Texas. I'm the founder of a company called The Standout Universe. And uh, under The Standout Universe, we've got The Standout Stars and we've got all kinds of cool stuff happening. We're a digital agency and we take care of customers who are ready to step up and understand their digital footprint and everything we can do for them to help.
0: Beautiful. So uh, thank you for joining me uh, to begin with and thank you for your amazing contributions and sharing the gifts and your expertise with the business owners out there. In the past nine months, the way we do business, the way we live, the way we think, the way we behave, the way we find customers, uh, everything has changed and um, many many entrepreneurs are out of business and millions and millions of people are out of jobs and uh, some of the remaining entrepreneurs that are already uh, that are still in business are not sure what to do to carry forward to maintain their business and so that's why I guess we are uh, sharing the gift here with the entrepreneurial world, uh, the coaches, consultants, the heart center people, the contest creators, and the rest of the uh, people out there, to help them boost their confidence, because it's gonna take a bit of confidence, and we've got a pretty good hit with our confidence. Uh, uh, for what I hear, uh, suicide rates are are high, people going out of business are high, divorce rates are high, uh, in some places, you know, we're not in a good place at the end of the day and so one topic that i've been discussing with a few people in the over the past nine months is the following under this kind of pressure we either turn into diamonds or we turn into ashes if we use the force to turn ourselves into diamond that's a good thing that's a possibility and if we don't use the force we will definitely turn into ashes over time and so I guess today we're going to talk share some stories about how uh, and what we've done to adjust and adapt to the new conditions to survive and and I guess be here and be in a position to share our expertise with other entrepreneurs in the in the world and we've got literally people opting in and uh, getting access to all these amazing gifts from literally around the world it is amazing and so I'm going to go around and ask you about your feedback and what's, what it, what was it like for you when you got the news about COVID and what were the first month or two like for you? Tony, would you like to share?
4: Oh, well, it, uh, I take it very, very serious, as you know, Mustafa, and, and based on the story and uh, being the poster child for H1N1 uh, in Houston. Uh, I I uh, I immediately knew what we were up against because as I as I mentioned yesterday uh, and on other conversations and in my story on game changers, uh, it changed my life entirely. Uh, as a victim of SARS, uh, spent 37 days in ICU. Uh, they moved. They had already transferred me to a hospice. Uh, I lost my right lung. I my trachea collapsed, and I had uh, I had to learn how to walk again, talk again uh you know and live again uh after 37 days you uh you kind of lose a whole lot of function a whole lot of muscle mass and so uh i knew two things uh we were in a conference in california at the time and i knew two things number one i wasn't about to get on an on an airplane uh and number two uh i couldn't risk uh and in in any way getting infected and so, uh, so immediately, uh, my decision was not to get on the plane, but instead go ahead and, and rent a car and drive back from California to, to Texas. Uh, but I also found, uh, we kind of turned the, the lemon into lemonade. I found a wonderful convertible and we took a road trip and we came back home and it took us a week to get home. And I loved every moment of it. However, now that we are home and since we've been home, uh, all my kids make sure that they don't, you know, go out that we, uh. We have a, a wiping cleaning station at the front door and the back door. Uh, we leave all shoes in the, in the, in the, in the mud room. Uh, and so they've been very careful to make sure that uh, that I survived this and so it's a very, very serious thing, and people really need to take it serious and uh, um, And you know, in my opinion, a mask does help, and I'm not going anywhere with
0: that one. Absolutely. That is amazing. Yeah, I mean, once you've had the experience, you cannot take it as a joke, I guess. No. You've got to uh, take action. Mister Shidi, what was it like for you for the first month or two? How did it hit you? Did it? Were you okay? Did you go through a period where things were tough? What was it like for you?
1: Well, for me, I think that my approach and philosophy to life is a lot of the lessons that I learned on uh, active duty military as well as um a training of martial arts. I live from a a readiness standpoint, uh, 24 seven. So I'm always the person who will ask my friends, well, have you considered this? Uh, Are you ready for this emergency? So when uh, COVID came around, of course, it was, um, let's say, unprecedented conditions. And so in looking at what's happening and okay, it's it's, uh, overseas right now, and it's starting to make its way to the United States, Mm-hmm. I had to start to think, okay, what will happen if this begins to um affect the uh the united States so first thing was um definitely um readiness and making sure that I updated all my supplies, deep freezers filled, and most importantly making sure that um family is okay, they have all the supplies that they need next were a few um uh, sacrifices that I had to make in order to make sure um, everything is okay. So for me personally, training martial arts is uh, a form of therapy, self-care, stress release, and so I had to make a personal decision to say, okay, if I go out to to train and I bring back uh, COVID uh, to my household, the impact of that could be you know staggering. There's you know people who would also be impacted by a personal decision. So I had to sacrifice in that way as well. And then it was, uh, okay. so we're going to be at home. Uh, What's the game plan moving forward? And that's when I decided to um, more or less turn up the the humanity as far as my messaging and uh, make sure that the people in the entrepreneurial community had, um, let's say, answers to questions that i may have known or have resources or resources for so i would say those are the the areas that uh, i looked into early emotions decisions i had to make uh Mm -hmm. at the beginning of all of this
0: fantastic i i guess going through military and doing the martial arts and doing all the tough things has helped you build up for this moment
1: Calluses on the mind is what what they say, and on the spirit where you know you you think of emergencies first whenever you walk into a room or whatever the case may be.
0: Good. gang, I'm getting some sort of feedback. I don't know um, if it's me or where I'm coming from. Dr. Pamela, what the news? Uh, uh, what what were your conditions or?
2: Oh, with that, when COVID hit, you're actually breaking up a little bit, as far as I can tell, Mustafa. But maybe okay. I'll I'll just go ahead. Can you hear me? Okay. I can. So, actually, in I was actually in L. A. at a big conference when um, when COVID hit, and there was like people really thinking like, should we just leave? What should we do? Uh, but it actually, the very first case in L. A. happened the third day of this conference, and I just decided to stay and i flew home the next day and i realized okay i'm just going to be staying at home from now on and i i mean not just not traveling like i literally almost went nowhere (laughs) for, for like ever since pretty much so um and since my business is online it's it's been able to continue but one of the things i noticed is that well, actually, strangely enough, the first months that I was back, business was great because I was helping people deal with a lot of their fears and their insecurities and and, and both internally and externally, what they could really do. So actually, I was making a lot of money in that period. But as time went on, I, I also like like Shadi said that I, I had to be I had to adjust and and bring a more humanitarian message because people were increasingly not able to pay. So what do you do with that? And um, I started, just lowering prices to meet people where they were and to and find group programs for them to be part of so they could get the support they needed without having to pay the fees they paid for me one-on-one so i was adjusting to what the marketplace was asking for really and uh and the other th- yeah so those are the big things and just and I, i've always been like a very social person so to be a, an extrovert and to be in your home <laughs> like, for months at a time sure it's, well it was tough but in a way strangely enough because you know i i, I live with my beloved and um and my nephew lives here too i that was not totally alone and i just found that we were like actually my family was started doing regular zooms so we were much more talking to each other much more often than usually and uh, like a lot of people i think and I started realizing there was a need to create community online. I made that kind of my mission, to create community for my community online, where we could gather for, for powerful events and share together and really um, just be totally real about what was going on for us. And people were like so hungry for that, like a space to just be real about what's going on for them and to do transformational processes together. It was, and so, so I just, I gave a lot. I gave a lot of you know great content, things
0: to support people. Um, so that's yeah, that, that is amazing yeah i I, get, I guess personally for me i'm an extrovert as well i can't put around at home too too much but it, once we got forced to stay at home i saw more of my kids i saw more of my wife and then i reached out to family members and we had conversations and that pause uh uh for me has been pretty good to uh, get some awareness about who i am what i do with my kids I realized I wasn't spending enough time with my kids. Right before that, it was all go, 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 and my kid is asking, "Come, Dad, come play with me." I'm uh, oh, "Sorry, kid, I, I'm I'm busy." But now, all of a sudden, I'm enjoying my kids, and and you know we're connecting. Yeah. Um. Mike, what was it like for you when when you got the uh, uh, the COVID news and you were forced to kind of to stay home?
3: A lot of uncertainty. Um, for the most part, our tax firm we only see we only see people you know, when they're bringing their their receipts into us or, or coming to have consults for information. But uh, it was the uncertainty about what what businesses were going to do. You know what what were my the businesses that I looked after? How are they going to approach it? What were we going to do with their cash? Uh, were they going to uh, just hang on to their cash and uh, just go for the necessities? Until, until their uncertainty cleared up, or would they be getting their taxes done? And, and continuing on, it, it was, it, it was a, there was a lot that was up in the air. And the uh, same, same thing for my wife and her work and uh, my kids and their work is, is like, what's gonna happen? How, are, how, are, how is business gonna move forward in this time? How are, and how's it going to respond? How is it gonna pivot? And uh, so each business was unique in its approach, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that, The uncertainty existed for the first two, three weeks, as as people were understanding that this wasn't going to be an overnight fix.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's uh, clear share some, some some stories about how you adapted and adjusted your thinking, your business, the way you conduct business, finding customers and the rest of it with in the past nine months. Um, should it, would you like to share? Certainly. Could so, give me a before and after picture. What it was before and then how did you adjust?
1: Well, um, before my business was uh, largely based on uh, live events for lead generation and let's say audience nurturing. Uh, to the tune of um, 109 live events, uh, conferences, workshops per year. And so and this this track record has gone on for the past 11 years, do a lot of events. So when we're in a scenario where we can't necessarily do in-person events, that has uh, decimated the live event industry. So what I decided to do was to take a skill set or talent uh, of live streaming where uh, each year I have a goal to do a certain amount of live stream hours. And so I took that number from 200 hours of live stream and I said, okay, we need to do 1000 hours. And so the the question is, what do you talk about on live streams? And so I, I took the challenge of diving into the, the fears, concerns, and uh, solutions that my audience is facing. And also with um, various loans from small business administration and walking them through how to get that relief as entrepreneurs. So I turned my business into more or less a a news distribution channel and a a community, basically virtual area where people can have these discussions. Other uh, partners and business owners can provide resources and ultimately can get uh, resources for uh, areas such as mental health, diet and exercise, which uh, really went topsy-turvy during this time. So I think that based on the numbers, the ripple effect of showing up during this time and, and turning up the dial on it, the humanity uh, will be a ripple effect for uh, you know five years to come based on the discussions I've had. Absolutely. So, going from 100 events a year
0: to no events for a few weeks or a month or two. And then now you're back at it. Yeah. And now you're back at it online, I guess.
1: Yes, 100%. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Pamela, what was it like for you?
2: Well, I mean, I, my business was already online, so I didn't have to make the pivot. A lot of people did. I've been online for more than a decade. But, um, the pivot really was more around okay how can i meet people where they are and 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 the work that i do is really about the inner work that we need to be successful to be fulfilled and so you can do that no matter what the circumstances are and you need to do that no matter what the circumstances are so i was making it available to people who otherwise you know who really needed it so i you know created payment plans i lowered prices i made group programs i did free events online where people were um, we were live streaming and we're working together. So it's not live streaming, just me talking, but a whole bunch of people together being guided through processes that were giving them clarity, but they were helping them see new ways forward. So I, I gave a lot as <laughs> I helped pivot through that. And interestingly enough, just um, just a couple days ago, somebody reached out from Entrepreneur Rocket Fuel and said, "You know, I was actually because of this giveaway." She got my gift, the inner wisdom treasure chest, and she said, "We'd like to talk to you about joint venturing. Have your services for entrepreneurs." So, I feel like when you give a lot, life will respond. Maybe not in the way you thought, but it comes back to you one way or another. So, so I've I've, I've learned to surrender. Like I think it's like I, it's going to happen this way. I'm going to make it this happen. Well, I'm not in charge of that, really. You know, I I surrender to it. I give and I receive, and and source is my source. I don't have to try to you know make this be my source of,
3: of having what I want.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Mike, what was it like for you, your response to all the changes in the world?
3: Well, uh, first thing I had to do was understand that I could uh, do meet people in, over Zoom and just understanding you know, that whatever I was doing in my office, uh, I had already just started doing it uh, back in, in the latter part of 2019. I had a client that was in Mexico for example, and they were looking to incorporate and get their corporation started because they wintered down in Mexico and then they moved back to Calgary for the, for the summer months. And I had already done some zoom presentations with them down there and brought them on board and, you know, did consults and that kind of stuff. So, uh, I had already started setting, you know, understanding that, that online was probably a better direction because I have a physical office in Calgary and, uh, you know, most of the people come in want to see me and sit down and we you know talk one-on-one and i was, I was getting to the point whereby I, I need you know there's so many people that come to my office and say i need to do more I, I i should have had this information years ago so i could have saved thousands of dollars in taxes you know with this new information you presented and i'm going you know what i'm only impacting a small signal in, in all of canada for example uh in order to go one to many, I got to change, and I had already made that decision. And uh, and so when it hit, it just kind of ramped ramped up and expedited what I what I had already started doing. And for watching the people around me, uh, there was lots. There were maybe in restaurants and stuff like that had to had to learn how to pivot. So I, I jumped on a few webinars that uh, some of my colleagues were putting on, and I started rethinking my effectivity and, and watching the effectivity of those around and what they were doing. So uh, it was help and you know even this confidence giveaway, uh, there are some nuggets in there that again will, will help my effectiveness and will help the effectiveness of, of the participants that, that choose to uh, take us up on these gifts. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. That's amazing. Uh, Tony, what was it like for you? What was your response like? Um, uh, did, was it... Um uh, how, how did you adjust and pivot, or did you do pivoting? Well,
4: to be real honest with you, I've uh, I've 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 always been adaptable. I'm I'm kind of a chameleon when it comes to things like that, but. Uh, I did see, of course, just like everyone else, the the amount of Zoom time has increased exponentially. Mm -hmm. Uh, The amount of downtime in terms of not going to it. I wasn't doing 100 events a year, Shadi, but we saw each other in at least 20 or 30 events a year. But but to be real honest, and I may be selfish in saying this, but I love uh, working where I'm at right now, not worrying about hotels. Not worrying about meals out, not worrying about the, you know, getting to an event not only is just the fee for the event, but then, you know, about $2,000 over the fee for the event for hotels, meals, and travel. And uh, I've been able to hit so many events that unfortunately we're getting three and four events at the same weekend <laughs> every, from people that I'd like to go. So I'm finding that I really do need clones and or representatives of the company to go hit the three and four and five events going on the same week. Yeah. I really Absolutely. wish we had this wonderful black you know book of a calendar, kind of like how Hollywood does, right? Where they have all their award ceremonies and they talk about them so that there's never one on top of the other. Exactly. We've gotten to a point, I think, in our community where we need a little black book so that we stop uh, you know, putting all these wonderful events on top of each other. And uh, and that's kind of one of my goals for for 2021, by the way, is to create some kind of a, a chaotic, unchaotic calendar, so that we can get Absolutely. more attendees to these things.
0: You just gave me something, an idea to work on.
4: <laughs> <To laughs> then we work just on, on it together, like
0: <laughs> like a like a a a, a, a synced calendar, with like yeah. an industry calendar, yeah. and so that we we all know what's going on. Yeah. It seems to me like. A lot of what we're talking about here um, has had some previous learning and pain experience to help help you find people, build up the, the skills and the grit and the resilience to get here. Like personally, I've had many workshops on Zoom when I ran, and it didn't work over the past few years. But then, but then, staying in that, in that, um, uh, in the, in, in, in the this, what am I trying to say here? Pushing forward and staying there has helped me learn a few things, so that now that something like this happened, you've got something to offer. Like Shadi was saying, he went to military. You know, real quick, you share about the tough times in the past that have that has helped you build up to this moment, so that you could say, you know, with the going, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. <laughs> Right? What's been happening in your background and in the past to help you get tough and resilient so that you can actually pull forward. Doctor Pamela, would you like to share?
2: Sure. I'm nodding my head. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I've got many examples. One of them was most powerful was in 2016. Um, I decided to lead a retreat in the other side of the country. And I booked those beautiful resorts. And I figured I'd go down 50 people there for five days. I was super excited about it. And then everything that I put together to make it happen just started falling apart. And I called the retreat center and said, Hey, um, I just realized that I'm personally responsible for all these expenses. And I'm not gonna be able to have that big a group. Can we make it smaller? oh no <laughs> so i i ended up going knowing for many months i was going into a huge debt which i'd never been in debt before and i was kicking and screaming and like i tried i hired a lawyer i said no this is a very tight contract it's like all right here we freaking go <laughs> i'm going into a big debt and um i i, I won't even tell the story that it was actually a really powerful retreat i just surrendered and, and let what happened what needed to happen instead of all the things i thought should happen and um, everybody's intentions got fulfilled when they were there. But then what happened afterwards is I came home and I thought, all right, now what do I do? Like, I don't know how I'm going to pay this off. So I spent a whole month, my, my people around me are saying, get a job. I thought, I can't get a job that's going to pay off my debt. Like, <laughs> there's something more than that. Um, And my inner guidance keeps saying just do your inner money work So I spent a month doing powerful deep money work. I came out of it and the first month I made five thousand dollars next month. I made fourteen thousand eight hundred dollars I mean I I made serious amounts of money in the other end of it because I transformed my inner money Mindset and I was telling a colleague of mine about this and She said I want you to do that with my community (laughs) teach them walk them through that process so I ended up doing that and then made a bunch more money. And I realized, wow, like the, the lemons that were handed, like you rise the occasion. In my case, if you do the inner work you need to, that's the lemonade. And that's actually valuable to other people, not just for myself. The, I, the process that helped me make such a big difference. Many other people have benefited from too. So I've, I, I've got some of the most powerful programs that I offer out of going through that myself.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love that. That's a powerful story. Like. You know, you were in, you were you were in a contract. You could not get out. You were in debt for I, I I don't know how much, but then you had to figure I out a way.
2: I did not have
0: <laughs> to respond, and the, taking a month off to rethink, you know, reevaluate, and come back and fixing that up, and then now you can teach that to other people. Now you have developed that that t- toughness. Master um, uh, Shadid, what what do you got for us? Something well, in the past that helped you to build up to this?
1: Well, there was the um... One of the biggest clients that I had at the time, this was a few years ago, um, ran into some uh, uh, discrepancies on the the project that we were called to deliver and just decided that they would not pay. And so uh, in this particular case, there were, um, let's say, seven or eight people on the project. And this was a, a large-scale uh, contract, um, six-figure contract. And so um, when they decided not to pay, that left me in a case where we had to rely on savings. Uh, most importantly, uh, I had the, um, the, the thought that I did not want to let my team go because it was not their uh, fault that this particular issue happened. And so, um, you know, if you have... Money and savings and you have expenses and every month it just continues to burn and burn. You have one employee, two, three, four, up to eight. So when you do the math, that is that is just is burning through uh, savings and things got really rough, really lean. And what I had to do uh, in the, let's say, the darkest hours to overcome it is to um, lean on something that I'm not always the strongest at, which is asking for support. And so in um, sitting down with a few people who um, care for me the most, or let's say have insight on what I do and what I stand for, uh, there was, they we came up with um, a few joint venture campaigns to help offset um, that particular uh, loss and get back on the feet. So let's say during this time, there's many people who are viewing this uh, panel and they're going through a, a storm and this is the time to reach out to your community. And through my example, I was going through a rough time. I wanted to stick to my guns, not lay anyone off. And it was through partnerships, through friendships that allowed me to get back on my feet and keep the team together and find other projects while the rest got sorted out. Absolutely. In the past nine months, we have definitely, I have
0: become a much better JV player, a joint venture player in the past nine months because now we need each other. We need the community more than ever. And it's just so much harder to pull it off without the support and without the community. Uh, and that mentality of oh I'll figure it out on my own and you know I'll do it on my own uh, that that that's gonna cost a lot. Of that, that's amazing. Um, I think that's
2: uh, actually the this, the secret like uh, the lemonade for everybody in the situations where we're realizing we need to come together
0: just
2: to mm-hmm. and we it's no longer possible for us to just you know be solopreneurs like solo solopreneurs so we really are asking so many levels in our society and in, in our entrepreneurial world and the world world to to come together and to support it
0: absolutely each other. mike what's it like for you what do what do you have any stories about uh, uh, things that have helped you build up to where you are at right now to be able to do what you do
3: well Shadeed kind of you know op- op- opened up a can for me that i didn't even think of uh, i too had air force experience and uh, there was a lot of times that i was left you know fixing F-18s or Sea King helicopters and you're on your own and you know you have deadlines that you gotta meet and you just gotta think outside the box and bring all that together and just, you know, you, you, you can't you can't start stressing out and, and spiraling. You just kind of have to dig deep, you know, pull pull yourself into a calming position and, and just start analyzing all the different options and, and, and reaching out for different options just to understand how to bring it together. Uh, Another thing too that happened is that uh, in 2013, the city of Calgary actually had its rivers over, because of the mountain snow had come down so fast, the rivers overflowed and flooded the entire downtown core of the city. Mm -hmm. So imagine a city like Houston or LA, just totally getting flooded and you know, uh, two feet of water in your downtown core, you can't even drive there. That's what we experienced and it was like, six days of, you know, before the water started to recede in the city. And it's like, wow. So I started drawing upon, you know, Shadid kind of pulled that out, you know, some of those memories and then I'm going, yeah, I, I guess, you know, how did I respond to those? And I started thinking back and saying, what did I, what do I do when times get tough? And, you know, like, like I mentioned earlier, you know, the webinars really helped me out. Um, fortunately too in canada there was some government assistance that came out for business businesses which helped somewhat in the staffing because i did have to lay off staff initially because the government programs were kicking in fast enough and and on on the personal side they were better off, on the go or onto employment insurance uh, because then at least there was that safety net that was there for them you know and uh you know so i just had to um, think about my steps and what I could do, and you know, employee employee retention is really important to me and loyalty. So I, I definitely didn't want to bail on them either, and I wanted to keep the keep keep their needs uh, at the forefront as well as of, of whatever actions I took.
0: Beauty. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I think it's always the tough times in the past that help us build up to where we are now. And, you know, the skills and the mental toughness and the rest of it. Tony, uh, tell us a, a, a quick story about something in the past that helped you build up to where you are now, where it it, it it feels and looks and seems like, you know, it doesn't affect you as much. But I'm sure you've been affected in the past quite a bit.
4: Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. This, this is the, a matter of... Uh... Of how you know this this is this is the proof uh, and whoever's going to outlast this and and survive uh, are the folks that have you know the the chutzpah to to go through this this is not an easy time by any means on the contrary I mean we've never seen this level of unemployment I mean even this forced it even in the 30s uh, and we don't have a dust bowl situation going on but we do have an incredible amount of people that are in farms that are just not making it, um, the inability of our government to come to some kind of an aid package in the last four months, you know, is ridiculous. Uh, so, I, I'm not going to go into all that, but I know that, that that they there was, I'm so glad to hear, Mike, that Canada's helping because there was one main impetus here and then that, that happened, what, Shadi, like six months ago? something like that. And we haven't had one more drop of help since. So I know of so many people that are out uh, of work and furloughed and laid off and fired. And, and, and yeah, people are seriously going, I mean, there are lines at every food bank in Houston. And you've got to remember Houston has 7 million people in it. All right. And, and the surrounding areas We're the fourth largest city in the United States. And if you don't see the lines here, you ain't seen them anywhere. And, Mike, I appreciate your comment, uh, uh, but (laughs) I will tell you that in Houston, in the last 10 years, I have seen two 500-year storms and four 100-year storms. And, yes, we were underwater for most of them. (laughs) Wow. Oh, yeah. So so there's no
0: global warming. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Again, gal, we are running a little bit out of time. Uh, If you could take a minute and tell us what you're sharing uh, in the giveaway business owners uh, and uh, uh, quickly how it helps them boost their confidence like in, in under a minute. Should it? would you like to go first?
1: Absolutely. Uh, what we have is the opportunity to uh, during this time to scale our businesses using the most proven process to do so, which is partnerships. You have to build your community. The question is, how do you build your community? So what I've provided you is the Partnerships Profits Formula, which will give you the step-by-step 14 video modules that will walk you through partnerships on a deep level and help you to build value-based partnerships where you can partner with the person, their mission, their values versus the opportunity. And during this time, you need to turn up the humanity and the partnership Profits Formula will give you the tools to do so.
0: Beautiful. Dr. Pamela, what are you sharing at the (laughs) giveaway?
2: Excuse me, I'm taking my inner, one moment. I'm sharing my inner wisdom treasure chest, which has a collection of powerful tools for deep clarity and for transformation. And the two that are particularly helpful in these very challenging times is one of them is working with creating breakthroughs by working with subconscious parts of you that are sabotaging you. Sometimes out of fear, out of uh, whatever, we sabotage ourselves. So this is a powerful tool to actually change that at the deep level. And I also have tools to help people connect to their own inner guidance. So many people looking out there for guidance, like, what do I do? What do I do? you need to check in with yourself really for what's good and right for you and what's true for you on the deep level. So these tools help you do this and to gain confidence from that deep place within you that is connected to something more than just your conscious mind. It has clarity that maybe you don't have in your conscious mind. So those are
0: the tools. Yep. Beautiful, beautiful. Mike, please tell us about your gift.
3: I decided to help business owners. Uh, My motto is stop overpaying your taxes. So what I've put together is I've put together five videos, uh, five tax hacks actually that can improve business owners' positions because the UG finances and taxation is the Achilles' heel. So by sharing the five videos, uh, you're going to find out some things, areas where you can actually keep that money in your business by improving some of your expenses because revenue minus expenses means profit, and you only get taxed on the profit. So why not shrink that profit? Pay less tax, keep more money in your business, and uh, that's what I'm offering.
0: Love it. Love it. That's an amazing gift. Tony, please tell us about your gift.
4: Hey, everyone. So I'm giving away uh, a $1,500 executive snapshot report that will allow us to get the foundation of your digital footprint so that uh, business owners will now know where they stand, what they need to do, how many recommendations they've got, how many listings they've got, all of that kind of stuff will be brought out in this one report so that from there you use that as a foundation to launch into 2021 and fix the little items that are missing and we'll go from there. So digital footprint.
0: Beautiful. Those are very, very amazing and generous uh, gifts that you find people are sharing with business owners and entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, authors, healers, writers, the whole crowd out there. Really appreciate your time and your stories. Uh, love what you're doing and all the change that you're making in the world. Thank you for joining me. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Bye, Thank bye you. everybody. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye, bye. bye
4: everyone.
0: Bye. All right. So, next we've got Miss um, Michelle Copper, Brian Lutwig and Desi Tahiraj. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hey there. How are you?
5: Hello, everybody. Good, thanks. Hello,
0: good morning. How are you going so far? Great. Beautiful. <laughs> For those of you who are watching, uh, this is the last day of the Confidence Giveaway.
6: Uh-oh. You got frozen. Yeah.
5: Mustafa's frozen, but he's talking about the last day of the confidence giveaway. Lots of really good stuff. I'm not sure where we're streaming, but
0: there hey, uh, he is. You guys, you guys have me? I, You're, I think back. I, I, You're back.
5: You're back. Yeah.
0: Yes, I am back. Anyway, so this is the last day of the confidence giveaway, and we are sharing gifts with entrepreneurs to help them boost their confidence in seven different areas. And uh, we have some of our fine contributors sharing their stories from the past nine months and how they have covid, COVID and what we're going to do moving forward. Uh, we're going to, uh, Could you guys take a second and introduce yourself, your name, your business name, and where you're based out of? Michelle, would you like to go first?
5: Sure thing. I'm Michelle Copper, and I have the Inspired Voice Business and Performance Coaching, uh, Voice Video and Visibility over here. We're in Portland,
6: Oregon, but we work all over the world.
0: Beautiful. Desi?
6: Hello, everyone. As a high achiever from Columbia University, I teach high achievers how to break out of the uh, 21st century limitation they go through in uh, all the leaders, what I decided that I helped them with high performance and mindset problems.
7: Beautiful. Brian? Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Brian Ludwig. I'm from Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. Uh, I operate a cross-border uh, tax uh, practice uh, focusing on tax planning and uh, business coaching beautiful now could you guys give us
0: a, a little rundown on what the past nine months has been like for you how did it start and how did you adapt to the new conditions in the world Michelle, would you like to go first?
5: Sure thing. Just sharing over on my page while we're talking here. Um, you know, I'm so blessed. I've really uh, uh, mostly had uh, what we've been calling over here COVID miracles. Um, it, you know, I, I I was reminded when COVID happened. Of course, I pivoted and changed everything. the The tone of what I was talking about and the support I was offering um, felt off. Um, so we pivoted really quickly and I immediately, um, was reminded of, uh, you know, there's been some some big events in the world. Uh, I was listening to your last group talking about a cataclysmic weather and I lived in New York city on nine 11, seven months pregnant. My husband wasn't in town. I had just quit working at a temp job down on wall street like days before. And, um, in that moment I was, I was first of all, so, um, struck with uh the 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 kindness of others and the the energy that happened over the city and this feeling of knowing that i would be okay and that's uh you know not how i started out in the world so i was thinking of this how we respond to calamity and really um uh i have been blessed with a a a Tendency to, or actually, it's a practice of uh, looking for the miracles and the opportunity. Um, and so I, uh, was able to adapt and say, okay, this is, you know, something, this is a big thing, but it doesn't have to be, there's always opportunity. I was I'm reminded of a John F. Kennedy quote where he's talking about the, um, you know, crisis, those two symbols in Chinese that make up the word crisis are danger and opportunity. So we pivoted and I immediately went into service. That has been something that's been huge for my confidence, right? Like building confidence, like if one person can be served, can I focus on them? It's not about me. And so I immediately went into what do people need now? And, you know, knowing that the the default reaction to, crisis is not you know how can i serve or what, what is the opportunity in it so you know, I just have that kind of built in and hardwired, and we went right into creating things that were going to help people. Um, you know, continue to move forward and offer support. And and uh, and and uh, the whole world moved online, and I'm an online business coach and an online visibility strategist. So how can I help people who are like, oh my God, what do I do? And I was really struck with a lot of gratitude for having been building that business online for for six years already, and knowing that um, with the disruption comes an opportunity for a rapid acceleration and evolution, um, and transformation. So I just started sharing that message, um, as powerfully as I could and creating similar to this giveaway, how can I, um, give people a leg up right away and help them to get their feet back under them and, and keep moving forward.
0: Very nice. Great story and uh, i guess a, a, a key point uh, for me in there was uh, being able to help and serve others and focus on other people and that's when things just happen automatically and naturally yeah and, yeah and, and it uh, feels
5: good and it's expansive and it's, it's you know i work with people who have fears around being seen and heard you know uh, the the visibility thing for so many people is is real it was for me as well and the and the main uh, avenue that i found to 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 do it Uh, when I was feeling nervous or contracted or, oh, no, what's going to happen, which people, you know, not to in any way minimize COVID, but for some of us who are being visible, that visibility thing feels like we will die, right? Yeah. It feels as big as a crisis. I mean, there's a reason why we say, I felt like I would die from embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And then we judge it, right? We think, oh, well, I need to just man up and make myself do it. But that feeling is so very real. So being, uh, you know, if, if one person would be served, if I can show up to help, if I'm, if I'm one step ahead of somebody, I can reach a hand back and, mm-hmm. and, and help them to come with me so that's been a real foundational um value and and just uh, approach for me for for my business and my life yeah
0: love it love it thanks for sharing brian what's it what's been like what's it been like for you in the past nine months how did it start and what's it been like
7: well it's definitely been an interesting nine months um i i work with a lot of small business clients on a day-to-day basis and that's where many most of them essentially had to uh, look at how they run business uh, differently Mm -hmm. and uh, that's kind of been the challenge Um, back in march and april at least here we had uh, a lot of government shut that ordered shutdowns um, and that affected a lot of businesses and many of my many of my clients they looked at new ways of adapting their business to the rules of that time and I, unfortunately I had some clients that refused to change uh, they just thought well we'll just try to stick it out now we're about to go into round number two of shutdowns um, hasn't quite happened yet but if it seems like it's starting The government's starting to lean towards that way mm-hmm. um, and that's where I'm noticing a lot of my clients who who did make changes and start looking to the future uh, they're probably going to survive the second round if it happens. Mm-hmm. They're more prepared and uh, more ready to keep still try to keep running a business. Whereas the ones who refuse to change, they're about to go through a second period of suffering and they may not make it through this second time. So it's uh, it's definitely been nine months of change for everybody. For Fantastic. myself, uh, yeah, definitely. I've been dabbling with going online. Yeah, essentially, this last nine months kind of accelerated my online efforts
2: and getting
0: my own business up and going. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, that uh, Brian. <clears throat> some people that resisted are paying for it now. Yeah, it's like it's that resistance piece. It's like in business, if you just you know sit back and relax and you know go, you know go do what you need to do. Uh, it's a lot easier. Uh, especially when you're focusing on helping people and, you know, things become just a lot smoother. Desi, what what's it been like for you for the past nine months?
6: Well, uh, as a human and civilization, we go through changes all the time. Mm -hmm. The thing is that we use for some time in very comfortable place and we are not comfortable to go to the next new thing. And that's the beauty of that. And every time coronavirus or anything else happen in a society, what you do with that, that make or break any business or any person. So for me, being trained in... communism time at my country for 50 years, I've been trained with changes. I've been trained under totalitarianism. I've been trained a lot. And when the coronavirus came, I left. Because for me, it was a piece of cake. (laughs) (laughs) For for many businesses here in my area, they shut down. Instead, Mm -hmm. because I've been a high performer from Columbia University, I learned what it means to be a high achiever. So instead for me to cry in a corner and to eat uh, chips, I went and I serve others, as Michelle mentioned, because uh, to give minister care. And uh, I pivoted online every single day. I was doing uh, videos to educate people to embrace the change. And that's the reason that uh, uh, in three months I wrote my book, which is uh, Fail and Get Up and never give up. And that's the pivot that we go today is the message that the civilization needs any business. Uh, I've been uh, in uh, uh, law for 10 years. I've been in a different kind of position in 10 years. I've been in a burnout executive myself. And that is uh, idealized that what we as a human have unbreakable.
0: Absolutely. One thing that I've personally learned in the past nine months is to learn to embrace pain even more. And any tough situation that I've had in the past has helped me build up to where I am now or where you guys are, which I guess what we're going to dive into next. And that is it is the tough times that actually build people. Nobody was ever built through absolute uh, happiness And, you know, come up with some sort of invention because usually we create out of necessity and we get built and built that the mental toughness and the resilience through tough times. And so personally, over the past nine months, I've learned more so to even, you know, uh, focus on the learning experiences and all the pains that I've gone through And, and I am going through still to, you know, come out of it uh, uh, even stronger and better. Uh, I'd love to share uh, hear about some stories of how a past experience helped you build up to where you are now. You know, maybe you were in the military, maybe you were going through a tough time of any sort of any kind. Uh, Michelle, have you got any stories for us there?
5: Yeah, which one to pick? <laughs> Whichever you feel is about um- to you know, what comes to my mind is, um, you know, how far back do we want to go? But, uh, I, I was, a, a, you know, brought up in the, in the, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, sad sack stories, right. Like that I could go into about not, not in a judgmental way, but, um, you know, I've already, um, kind of surpassed a lot of, uh, odds in my life. Like, um. You know, I was, you know, raised below the poverty level, you know, many, many marriages and divorces, uh, left alone a lot um, and turned to, you know, substance as a a, a really young kid as a way to manage my feelings. And uh, so the the biggest reboot uh, of my life, miracle of my life was when um, I, uh, uh, you know, and I created a really a lot of drama based on self-centered fear. Right. You know, afraid that I wasn't good enough, afraid that I wasn't going to be okay, afraid that I wasn't going to get to have the life that I want to, you know, and, and, and I had bad things happen. I think we all have bad things happen to us. And, uh, the, my default was to go into, um, you know, what really like help me cope was substances. Right. And, uh, so, so I was struck with a real, really big miracle in my life of the clarity that that was the problem. And, uh, and began and had a pretty profound rewiring of how I uh, uh, saw the world. And uh, so that was a, a, a catalyst for me. And in, in hindsight, that was 27, 30 years ago, I can't remember, 92. Do um, You do the calendar math. Uh, and and but what happened there was that a whole profound rearrangement of how I uh, looked at the world and my ability to take personal responsibility for the way I felt um was a massive transformation for me. So um, that led me to all manner of being able to find follow my path and do what I felt called to do. And it really um, again and again, even in COVID, um and even as I help other people embrace visibility and messaging and get and and, uh uh enrollment and service, right? All of those things, um it comes down to a kind of self-trust right it comes down to trusting ourselves and our innate worthiness and uh being willing to expand and stay in that expansion so there were a lot of circumstances in my life uh that uh that but but there was also this gift of uh, an awareness an inkling a desire uh that i was like there's something bigger there's something more so um uh, that allowed me to go through all of these other things. You know, we've had special needs kids, and like I said, I was in New York on nine eleven, and um, uh, we've had you know personal setbacks, and COVID, and financial challenges, and fires in our homes, and uh, all these things have happened. Um, uh, but to have that core um, kind of understanding. That uh, I'm okay, and that we're going to be okay. There's there's been a, there's been a lot of faith for me in that, um, and the ability to take personal responsibility and to not have this reactiveness of like I have to fix it, I have to change it. It's not okay. I'm not safe. Um, I you know even to the point of like changing the world. Um, you know to 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 be able to um, have that default rewiring of personal responsibility and that I can be peaceful no matter what's going on in the world. And learning and developing that capacity um, through a lot of different practices has been the thing that I think helps me provide the most value, but it also to be able to stay on an even keel uh, no matter what's going on. And big stuff goes on, right? That's been, uh, I think, uh, the, 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 the other side of whatever of the struggles that I've um, had or overcome. Um, so I think of those struggles as contrast and um, like what you were saying about like the pain teaches us. And what's happened for me is over time, since that one time, you know, that first time of being really like um, really broken and really frightened and really desperate, um, you know, I call it the gift of desperation, right? Um, you're talking about that pain being a teacher. And and as I, as I continued in through my life and, and having that foundation of how I'm responding in the world um, how I react to circumstances Um, you know we found out we were getting audited right so I my husband's like "Um, I have to tell you something you know and he's like we're getting audited and I was like and I burst out laughing Right. I was like, OK, uh, right. This is going to be an acceleration, an up level. How can we get more clear? So that just happened recently. So having that default um, has been really powerful and it's part faith. It's part like a, a, an understanding of how the universe works. And uh, it's, it's grounded in that deep trust of myself so that those the, those times when there's contrast that, um, I can you know, I, I, I'm really blessed to be able to see, you know, that. Uh, what is the opportunity? How can I learn? How can I serve? How can I accelerate rather than the contraction and the panic? Not that I don't have it, but to have that as a default of of, of trust, uh, an inherent trust in the universe, um, is really very, very powerful.
0: Absolutely, love that story, that's amazing. Uh, Brian, uh, what's been what's it uh, like for you? You got any stories that helped you build up to where you are now?
7: Well. I started doing this uh, consulting gig uh, back in the 80s um, in rural Saskatchewan, and this is where that, when I started my career, basically, I was de- uh, farming was not a great uh, economic environment at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- farmers were going broke, double-digit interest rates, low crop prices, bad weather, you name it, they faced everything, and it was like that for several years, and uh this is where this covid kind of reminds me of that period of time when it wasn't just one or two businesses in trouble it was kind of a whole industry was yeah. struggling and now we're kind of in the same boat where uh unfortunately it's like a a lot of people are suffering and this is where they just need help uh to try to help overcome and make changes uh that's what happened had to happen 30, 40 years ago, uh, the agriculture industry had to go through a lot of changes uh, to make it through that period of time. And this is where people today, if they're willing to make changes, they'll make it through this as well.
0: Absolutely. Um, So for those of you who are watching or listening later, uh, our experts, uh, expert contributors are sharing stories uh, about their life, about how they have adapted to COVID and what's been happening prior to that to help them build up the ability and the, the resilience and the me- mental toughness to be able to handle this. And so we, if you're watching or listening, we're doing an Amazon gift card draw for you to enter the draw. You should comment on the show, ask questions <laughs> from our experts if you're watching live or even later and tag them and they will respond and I will respond. And/or tag a friend who could benefit from the amazing gifts that we're sharing here or the topics. That we're sharing if they would interest them. We will do the draw later today. And so, if you'd like to win an Amazon uh, gift card, it's like an early Christmas. And so, uh, you want to go some, do some Christmas shopping, you could definitely do that. Um, Desi, what's it like for you? Where, what's the story behind building up to where you are now?
6: Yes, uh, as uh, I experience uh, changes all the time, we all do. Uh, one time as a close mindset, uh, I was, and I didn't know coming from a communist country, what is mean mindset for me. It was out of this world, that kind of dictionary, even. <laughs> so as a lawyer, I am analytical brain. And of course, in that case, uh, when you hit the wall, and you burn out and uh, I realized that uh, how silly I was Mm. and uh, how close mindset I was. As a human, uh, we are monkeys, we adapt with any situation. Uh, The thing is that uh, when you align yourself with your own fire, which is inside all of us, no matter what, Failure you experience in a life. Mm-hmm. No matter what, uh, to come to that point that you understand exactly what makes you strong. I cannot make you strong. I cannot make you, I cannot teach you anything. As a consultant and uh,
4: oh, as
6: a transformational coach, I just make you think about that. And beautiful. to see the different experience from your experience, not mine, and that is the power of transformation to the people. That Absolutely. is where we can tackle because we are in multicultural society. Absolutely, and uh, I see that over and over in every institution that we have from different cultures, from the uh, mentalities, uh, and uh, to integrate that and to come out stronger next time and to learn from your mistakes mm-hmm. is important every high achiever or every institution or business or because uh, that make or break your business or your life
0: even absolutely uh, you you brought up a great mindset i mean mindset is the very first imp- first step we have to get it figured out right when it's whether it's business or life it doesn't matter it is the most important thing like the most important asset as human beings that we have in our Possession is our mind okay. and i mean other other than that we're sharing everything else that other animals have, like a body and a heart and a brain and the rest of it. the ability to think and set a mindset and be different and in the giveaway, we are sharing uh uh seven gifts at least when it comes to mindset then we've got gifts when it comes to business strategy we've got sales and marketing we've got uh speaking and visibility we've got technology and funnels, health and wellness and finance so all those seven areas are covered for you to go in there and start claiming gifts and tapping into the wisdom and knowledge of all these amazing people uh that are you know graciously sharing their expertise and and uh, you know, helping business owners boost their confidence. Uh, So uh, if you guys could please share about your gift uh, quickly and how it helps business owners boost their confidence. Michelle, would you like to go first? Sure. I'm going first this round, I think. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Um, You know, I'm sharing my
5: my fast video formula because video... And being seen uh, is such an incredibly powerful tool. I know that so many people coming online right now are not feeling super solid about being on video. And uh, it is an incredible, powerful tool to um, get your message out there and because of the way that we can connect on video, voice, face, presence. Um, and so a lot of people don't know what to say, so I'm sharing the fast video formula, which is a step-by-step process to take a moment of inspiration or a client experience or a, something you noticed or even a call like this one and turn it into a quick value add video for your audience uh, with confidence at uh, any time to help you build that visibility and what I've done for this giveaway because as I said, so many people need support right now, and doing it alone, like you've been sharing this morning, uh, is not the way to go. And when it comes to being highly visible, to finding your voice and your words and your message, and really um, speaking into what you're here to do, and in a way that actually grows your business and gets clients, remember we have to have those enrollment conversations. Uh, the, to, to find your voice, uh, having some one-on-one support. So what I've done is I've cleared uh, some time in the calendar, and along with this formula. I'm actually doing some laser focused visibility sessions so i think that we still have a few of those open and i would love to have people uh to help so i get to help you directly so that's what i've put together for this giveaway because i think that we really do need some direct uh attention and support
0: absolutely that and that's that's an incredible gift because being visible and going online is an absolute necessity now for every business owner And that wants to stay in business and grow in scale. And we got to reach out. we got to tap into the power of social media, do video, do advertising and all that. So without it, it would be pretty tough. So if you're watching or listening, opt in and go to dailyconfidence.show slash giveaway. And the giveaway is uh, open until tonight, uh, Saturday, uh, November 21st, midnight Pacific time. And so you have time till then to go get it. (laughs)
6: That's
0: an amazing gift. Um, Desi, what is your gift? Please tell us about your gift and how it helps business owners boost their confidence.
6: Oh, definitely. Because uh, uh, everyone in my uh, entire 40 years of working is I am people's people. So I give to people all my life. So the only thing is that I wanted this time of period, no one to fail. So in that case... I am we created 2 weeks program because as you mentioned is a mindset 90% then is the business 10% if you have a mindset, your business is throwing throw, you know, with a video, with a uh, finance, with uh, business uh, and marketing. Musafatich. So it's extremely important the mindset of people in order to have a good relationship in work to have successful. Because uh, what are the companies? What are the culture? Is the people you hire in? I work in the human resource for sixteen years. Mm-hmm. So in that case, in these two weeks, it's gonna take you fourteen videos. That I did specially for you, then is going to take you from day one challenge to day 14 with a workbook and action steps you're going to take every single day to get what you wanted. Because it's structure that you build that builds you up. If you have uh, no strong structure, no marriage, no business, when you have a strong structure, that's what I provide in every single one of you. And exactly what Michelle explains, that because we are people, people, all of us, we Uh are givers, all of us, and we give to society and we are passionate to help everyone. It's extremely important to have help from anybody because I have, I don't know how many mentors. So be open mind and get help because you have a chance this week.
0: Fantastic. That is amazing. Uh, Helping people with uh, their mindset, Brian, please uh, quickly tell us about your gift and how it helps entrepreneurs boost their confidence.
7: Yeah I'm I'm providing a, a variety of uh, resources uh, including an ebooks a mini course and a, an upcoming masterclass uh that's going to help uh business owners focus on increasing their cash flow and profitability for the business by looking at uh, key numbers and drivers that that make up their uh profitability um The whole purpose of this is just, again, to help people look at making changes in their business and looking at ways to increase their profitability.
0: Beautiful. That's amazing. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I really appreciate your gifts and your generosity. Thank you for what you have put forward. Those of you who are watching, confidence is, or listening, confidence is mostly about, knowledge and practice and preparation. And knowledge is the very first step. And then this whole thing of confidence in different areas is a mindset piece as well, which is a knowledge piece as well, right? So we get the knowledge, we prep, we practice, and we build our confidence in those different areas. So if you're watching or listening, tap into uh, the knowledge and wisdom there of 38 amazing business sources courses and resources that you could tap into to boost your confidence in different areas whether again it's uh, mindset business strategy sales and marketing speaking visibility health and wellness finance and the rest of it and so these are available we've got close to sixteen thousand dollars worth of gifts uh, and uh, you know to share with you and they're available so tap into it get the support because with the support it's a lot easier to do and you don't have to figure things out and if you don't if we don't get the support and i've done that and i've been there where i was a smart ass and i try to figure everything out on my own it just (laughs) took 10 times longer and it cost me 10 times more either in in the actual cost of doing or in the cost of unearned revenue yes yeah
6: yes absolutely Don't do mistakes that we did. That's why from our mistakes, learn.
5: (laughs) Yeah. And the I love what you just shared about confidence. I have a confidence formula that is courage plus inspired action times repetition, right? And that's where confidence comes on the other side of it. So not only get these gifts, but download them and implement them. And if you're not implementing them, get the support that you need to take action, not just random action, Absolutely. but then inspired, aligned action, because the transformation happens through the implementation.
6: Yes. Have the fear Absolutely. and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. That must my mentor, Mr. Jack and Phil teach us. And that's what we did. And that's what we
0: are here. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Thanks everybody. Have a great it. day. Thank you, so great weekend and uh, i'm sure we'll chat soon uh, i'm going to share uh, the link one more time for those of you who are watching and listening it is dailyconfidence.show slash giveaway forward slash giveaway it is again dailyconfidence.show slash giveaway uh, get in there and claim your gifts have a great weekend and we'll see you later
6: thank you and happy thanksgiving
0: thank yeah. you yeah. <laughs> absolutely. thank you very much Thank bye you. now. Goodbye. Okay,